I'm Andrea Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings. This is part two of Lessons in Mindfulness. Part one was the story of my bittersweet summer travels, first on a vacation in Eastern Europe with my best friend, then a trip to Washington, D.C. to visit my daughter and son-in-law in their newly renovated house. Then a long-awaited family reunion in Oregon, and finally a memorial service in San Diego for my niece after her sudden and unexpected death. After 15 flights in 10 different airports in six different countries, I arrived home physically and emotionally exhausted, ready to spend autumn watching the leaves fall and trying to make sense of everything that had happened. But this was not to be the end of my adventures. I'll give you a hint. As I sit here writing this, I am pleased to say that soon I will no longer be in a fiberglass cast. My injury is healing well, although I still have a few months of rehab ahead of me. I arrived home about midnight from my San Diego trip. The next day, I began catching up on the many things that had gone undone during my busy summer of traveling taking my dog for a walk, getting some groceries to fill the empty refrigerator, and doing some laundry. By mid-afternoon, I was exhausted. So just for a little rest, I leaned against the back of my futon couch, which immediately fell into the bed position, causing me to land with a loud thud on the floor. My head was okay, but when I looked at my arm, I knew I was headed for the emergency room. What did I learn from this accident? Well, when you're tired and stressed, it's time to rest, not do the laundry. I'm very grateful for the help I got from doctors and nurses, family and friends. Within three days, x-rays, doctor's appointments, and surgery were complete. As I came out of general anesthesia, the nurse quipped, you've got some pretty fancy hardware in there. What are my biggest takeaways? from this as I sit here admiring my beautiful maroon colored cast. Number one, learning to focus on a task makes it much more likely you won't screw up. I'm amazed at how hard I've had to concentrate just to button my jacket. I've also become more inventive. Who would have guessed that a plastic bag over my cast would make it so much easier to put on my sweater? Spiritually speaking, this all means living in the now, a more fruitful way to live, and probably a lot safer. And number two, I learned that it takes a lot of patience for a right-handed person to become a one-handed lefty. Sorry, no olives on your salad tonight, because you can't open the jar. But most of all, I learned to appreciate the relationship between my left and my right hand. Ah, uh, if we humans could just take some lessons from this. My right hand, sitting useless in its sling, freely gives up all its responsibility to the left. And without being asked, the left hand steps to the plate and does its best to become the dominant hand. Clumsy and inept, it takes at least three times as long to accomplish the simplest tasks. I laugh at its ineptitude and cheer when it accomplishes something seemingly impossible, like washing the dishes. And now as my right hand is becoming marginally useful again, it rises to the occasion to help the left whenever possible. If our relationships could only be like this, 
No questions asked. Just give help without being asked. So simple. This past month, I've spent more time walking my dog, listening to music, reading good books, and appreciating the generosity of friends and family. I'd like to think that it didn't take 15 flights in 10 different airports, in six different countries, and an accident to bring me to this place of serenity. But if that's what it takes, I'm okay with that. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.